Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cutting the Bull in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. So, this is our weekly show where we talk about some weird shit we found on the net this week. I actually don't know what we've got. I have, I've already said a couple of them. So, it could be anything. Let's do it. Bit of a mixed bag, I think. Nice. NASA finds perfectly rectangular iceberg in Antarctica as if it was deliberately cut. Ooh. I've seen some dodgy things in it. Sometimes you see an image that's pretty hard to believe. It's not a poor attempt to at Photoshop. And this is one of those images. But on Twitter, NASA's ICE team responsible for polar research posted a bizarre picture showing an iceberg that was almost a perfect rectangle. The image was taken by NASA's Operation Icebridge, a fleet of research aircraft that image Earth's polar ice. I have heard of this. I've said it before, it is a natural formation, isn't it? Mm. Hmm. It's just a complete fluke that it's squat. Or was it cut? By whom? This is a new article, though. Yeah. The peculiar formation was seen in the Larsen Sea ice shelf, a large section of which famously broke off from the Antarctic Peninsula in July 2017. You're probably more used to seeing icebergs with odd geometric shapes, like the one that sunk the Titanic, presumably. I don't know. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio dumped his uh, girlfriend when she turned 25. Or 26, even. Sorry. He likes 25. He likes women under 25, apparently. There's a rumor of a running joke in the, in the other groups I'm in. So it's like, oh, it wasn't that the, you know, the, there was room on the door. It's just that, you know, Rose was 26. He'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to live science, NASA ice scientist Kelly Brunt from the University of Maryland answered this particular square shape was a bit unusual, in quotes. Noting it was likely about 1.6 kilometres, which is one mile across. And while it looks flat on top, it probably has more of an iceberg-like geometric shape under the surface. The largest recorded iceberg, called B-15, was also a tabular iceberg. And look at that. Aliens. Look at that. Oh yeah, honestly, it's all rocky underneath. Yeah, like fuck it is. That is a fucking landing pad if I ever saw one. It's quite a spook, isn't it? Oh. Mm-hmm. NASA, never a straight answer, apparently. Oh, yeah, there's Rocky underneath. Clearly not. You could put a fucking B-52 down on that. Who's going to want to land there? Well, you know. Aliens. For what? Why not? The base, the, you know, the Antarctic base. Yeah. Maybe that is the base. That There's a runway. landing pad for the base. The polar bear flying Oh, the polar bear squadron. Yeah. Don't fuck with the polar bear squadron. Jump out the plane and rip your tits off. <laughs> well, I definitely ain't messing with them, though. <laughs> I like my tits. Imagine that, they just fly along and just see a polar bear flying a jet. It bails out. It just lands on your cockpit. Ah, oh, mid-flight. Smashes his way through. And rip your tits off. Bail me up, he would have. Things falls off and parachutes it. No jet packed back into his plane. <laughs> Holding your tits in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. I was, I, was, I was picturing it more like a tit on each claw kind of thing. Yeah, well, it could be. Could be. Either way, <laughs> NASA. What do they know? Dodgy NASA. As per usual. 
And you think it's odd, oh, no, it's clearly, oh yeah, it's really bumpy underneath. Well, no, it isn't, it's clearly flat as fuck. <laughs> okay, next up, this is dodgy. Teacher faces sack for, quote, asking male students to bring semen filled condoms to class. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Okay. A sex education teacher is facing the sack after asking her male students to bring a condom to class filled with their own semen. Parents in Bolivia saw red at the lesson, which was supposed to be part of a sex education class on the male re- reproductive system, and now the unusual lesson could cost the female teacher her job. Oh, what, what, what are the odds on you selling the semen to childless couples for supplementary oh. income? Why would you, though? Because the spermicide kills the semen, doesn't it? So. Yeah. Maybe they're not spermicide coated. No. Maybe they're not fancy Western fucking. Oh, plus, they can only live for a few days outside the body. Got should put them in a, should put some in an ice box. <laughs> Takes a moment, lunchtime. Yeah, but you don't know how long the kids are like, you know, come in there for. Probably. Well, you'd want it like, the next day, wouldn't you? You'd say, I'll do some homework tonight. I'll scrape this off the wall for you, miss, because <laughs> uh, you didn't give me the Johnny until yesterday, and there was some dripping down the wall from the night before, <laughs> so. He's knocked a bit off me stalactite. Hanging off the ceiling. Although it has been stressed the students were not obliged to do the homework, the teacher has apologised for the misunderstanding which is alleged to have led to accusations of corruption of minors. No shit, but yeah. weird, isn't it? Sick. Go home and have a posh wank. I am a mother of a family with four small children. I am not a pervert, she told duty newspaper. She went on to explain it was to see how long sperm can live in a humid place or environment. That was my goal as a teacher, and not as some media say, to pervert the students and have them masturbate and bring it in a jar. In no time was that my intention. <laughs> the lesson was also to warn girls to avoid this substance if they wanted to prevent pregnancies. Right. <laughs> However, it seems that everyone agrees with the decision, with one parent denouncing the teacher in the public ministry for corruption of minors. Mm. Well, that's uh, one way to use sex ed class, isn't it? Dodgy as fuck either way. It might just be like the sex ed class of Monty Python's Meaning of Life. Where it's just John Cleese in bed with his wife wearing the waterboard and he's like, oh, what was I doing last time? You, Jenkins, are you were stimulating the clitoris, sir. That's right, we were moving off foreplay and moving into full-on penetration. So mm. I'm going to now thrust inside. Mm. <laughs> Is that okay for you, dear? <laughs> oh yes, that's quite adequate. <laughs> So from that school to this school, Missouri School District reinstates spanking student as a last resort. What, in a country where anyone can have a gun? Here we get a gun, we want to spank people. Never! Just shoot me in the back of the head, though, fuck it. Only you spank the kid, they put a gun on you the next day. No, they're allowing <laughs> students to be punished with a paddle under their <laughs> new policy. Okay. That's a paddling. That's a, <laughs> That's a paddling. That's asking for some more fucking school shootings to happen, isn't it? It's asking yeah. for some, uh, let's say, some cheerleaders to get pulled in for a spanking, isn't it? Mm. Well, from, the, if you're the headmaster, yeah. From a perverted headmaster, not just me. Sorry, principal. Principal. Well, the school board approved the policy in June and notified the parents that Missouri's Cassville School District is bringing back spanking, a disciplinary measure abandoned by the district in 2001. A change to reinstate spanking came after a survey sent to parents last year revealed they wanted additional discipline and it was one of the major concerns. Right. I don't want anyone fucking hitting one of my kids if I had them. 
Mm. Oh, no. Was you, Claire? No, 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 they'd get their legs broken. The thing, you know, it was common practice when our parents went to school, wasn't it? Apparently it's an option that could be used before suspending them. And they've had complaints from um, some parents that they don't want their kids suspended, so... Right, we'll hit them instead then. Yeah, yeah that's what a fucking oh, brilliant... Yeah. What, what a... Ah, oh, America, genius. You are genius. Let's let the sale of firearms, like, to anybody, basically. Let's let them start spanking our kids in school. Don't, don't suspend them. Just, let's just hit them. Let's the resort to violence. Remember, oh, no, no, remember no. the teacher does have a fucking Glock in a case under her desk. They are a super but, violent but what society, is it, yeah, mate. We, we don't understand it about it. The American psyche is... It, it, Born of violence, their whole civilization is born of violence. Shoot, lower listeners, like. Well, it's true, man. I mean, shoot first, shoot. questions later. You can't shoot the fair. truth, can you? You can't. I mean, it is true. I mean, then again, the way the well, their media portrays us as having a really violent culture. Acid attacks and knife crimes. Yeah, the I'm room. not saying ours is perfect. But I'm saying it's like they they think their gun thing is laughable compared to our knife crime. It's ridiculous. Uh, Imagine it. We have a couple. We of have our own problems. problems. We've got our own racism problems as well, and yeah. but, uh, violent news, yeah. of course, yeah. But it's not in the same league as the Americans, is it? Well, we're not mass shootings as a start. But just that in itself, like I said, oh, well, we won't just spend them anymore, we'll just hit them instead. Mm. It just mm. sounds ridiculous. Well, no, it's easy to do, though, isn't it? Striking a student on the head or face is not permitted. Oh, that's just all right, then. Swatting the buttocks with the paddle. Excuse me, you're sounding a bit sexual. Please excuse me. Well, I mean, the butt span. Yeah, I don't know about the children being spanned. Just probably the adults that are going to get off on that, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. No doubt, and they're going to abuse their power. No exactly, doubt. Exactly. Yes, because what's that lead to? Uh, Jenkins. No. You just, you just got hair, Jenkins. You just asking for someone to get hold of that paddle who's like a bit, you know, sadistic. Sadistic, aren't you? Yeah. To be fair, though, if a teacher tried to hit me with the paddle. I'd have pulled it off them. Would you got your eight foot eight inch metal bar and shoved it in his mouth? No, I twatted them round the face with it. <laughs> End of. <laughs> I would have. It's mad. He's asking the... for trouble. Yeah. That's mad. Well, that's... The parents are the ones pushing for it. Yeah. Well, they sent out letters and they haven't got the results yet because you can opt your kid out. But you know, I should imagine. I'll dig up that a couple, oh, great in a couple parents, of weeks eh? and see how many people yeah. can reply. See, I, I know at least from when I was at school, personally I know probably 30 people that if a teacher tried to hit them with a paddle, the teacher would be getting battered. So it's asking for that. Well, you go for to a what? state school nowadays, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to escalate more violence, isn't it? 100%. Violence breeds violence. And if you're teaching your children from a young age that violence is okay... It's a solution, yeah. What are they going to fucking expect the children to turn out like? See, when I was brought up as a child, my mum and dad smacked my ass when I was naughty. I had to be particularly naughty. I had the cane a couple of times on my ass and the slipper and things like that. I was never beat black and blue in any way, shape or form. It was only ever a smack on the ass kind of thing. And, all right... I didn't grow up scarred from it, but that was my mum and my dad. That was it. And mm. that was when I was naughty and I deserved a smack. I don't smack my kids anywhere near like that at all. I think I've smacked my kids 
a couple of times in the ten years. And that's you because... have to use the crowbar though. <laughs> <laughs> but that was because it was like almost life and death kind of situation. They needed to be fucking like, yeah. step over the car kind of thing. It was something that she did to him and yeah, like, so like, oh, you could have fucking yeah, killed him kind yeah. of thing. It was mm. like and it was, like you said, it was the media reaction. Not on my watch. <laughs> but it's something I felt. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those moments where you feel that, ha- that this has to be fucking stomped out now. Mm. The only way to stomp this out is to make you fucking remember this moment forever. <laughs> you want to have a handprint on your ass for at least a day, yeah. and you'll remember that. <laughs> but then Give one thing your parents is different. <laughs> yeah, and you got to look strangers. at the size of the time, and yeah, I mean, back in the day, this was acceptable. But the kids at school, they might get the cane. But this is my yeah. point. Nowadays, well. that's changed. You have different. Yeah, These parents different. obviously think that that was a good idea. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not playing devil's advocate a little bit. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it should happen. No. But you see, this is how it used to be. And maybe they felt that, you know what, whatever they're doing to them is not getting through to them. Give them the lash. Do you know what, right? I'm all for a copper clipping you around the fucking ear roll. Like, when I was a little kid, a copper would have clipped you around the ear roll. He would have been like, oi! Give you a quick smack over the back of the head, and he would have. That stopped probably when I was early teens. That no longer become a thing. No, they just tase you now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. Or Maisha. Somebody of authority, like a policeman. Mm-hmm. All right, give him a quick clip round the ear or something, like they used to in the old days, because then the children grow up fearing that police. I, I don't know, it's so fucking hard. They won't fear though, do we? Want just, just I know, yeah, just want, just just be no, but it's not so much fear of the person, it's fear, fear of retribution. Of, fear of caught. doing something wrong. But the number one rule of life is don't get caught. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a pacifist, I don't believe in any violence. But so. it's fear of doing something wrong and the consequence of it, isn't it? That's yeah, where yeah. it comes I know what you're saying, you have to embed that into kids, but at what age are you doing that to kids? I mean, you do it too young and he's going to scar, he's going to fuck them up, you do it too old and he's going to learn that violence is the answer. But I do There's think... There's no happy medium. I don't, think, I don't think violence is the answer, is it? There is, there is other solutions. No, war is the answer every time. But there is other solutions, and I, but yeah, I certainly a, don't think... Fucking, you, know, you, you talk, you try to make them understand, you try to make your, your kids rational human beings. Yeah. And all right, you might have to get a bit shouty at times because you know the kids they shouty. I'm saying that there's no room for punishments in society. That's different, isn't it? Oh yeah, but it's like once you know that was it. But getting grounded, getting paddled from your fucking teacher. Yeah, it's just going. It's going back way too far. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Congress admits UFOs not man-made says threats increasing exponentially. Mm. Independence Day. <laughs> I thought you let this one burn. I do like it. Well, I don't like it. I'm just don't gonna, well, I, I do and I don't. Yeah. I, I don't want there to be an alien war. Is there going to be a war? Man, the threats are increasing exponentially according to the uh, American military. I'd say that's, that's, that's not good. Yeah, but they've never attacked, have they? Yet. And to the American military, everything's a threat. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's why they shoot first, questions later, kind of. Yeah. There is that. So. The new budget for America's intelligence services directs the Pentagon to focus its UFO investigation on those objects that it can't identify. Well, that makes sense. After years of revelations about strange lights in the sky, first-hand reports from Navy pilots about UFOs and governmental investigations, Congress seems to have admitted something startling in print. It doesn't believe 
all UFOs are, quote, man-made. Buried deep in a report that's an addendum to the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023. That's a riveting read, that, isn't it? That's why they buried it deep in there, mate. Yep. A budget that governs America's clandestine services. Well, that sounds a lot more interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the Black Ops budget, the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023. Yeah. Here's your Delta Force teams, here's your alien tech. Sounds fantastic. We'll never get to see it. No, we won't. I don't. No. In that act, Congress made two startling claims. The first is that cross-domain transmedium threats to the United States national security are expanding exponentially. Okay, that means that they can travel through air and water with ease, basically, and go through different mediums. I read cross-domain as multi-dimensional myself. We can't know that. Just saying that, you know, cross-domain... Well, it might mean that, you know. Maybe, come on, look, look, we all know that they know more than they're letting on. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so if they know there isn't craft visiting some other dimensions, alternate universes, maybe they are in space, maybe they're, maybe they're us from 10,000 years in the future, maybe they're some weird creatures, we don't. Cross domain sounds weird to me, I'm sorry. The second is that it wants to distinguish between UFOs that are human in origin and those that are not, quote, temporarily non-attributed objects or those that are positively identified as man-made after analysis. Said it. That's not the word. Ah, shit. It's anomaly. You ah, cack. Well, I always struggle with analysis. I always want to read anal cis. <laughs> what about the P word? Phenomena. They will be passed to appropriate offices and should not be considered under the definition as unidentified aerospace undersea phenomena, the document states. Wow. No shit. No shit, Sherlock. The admission is stunning, chiefly because as more information about the US government's study of UFOs has become public, many politicians have stopped just short of claiming the unidentified objects were extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional in origin. Oh, all right then. The standard line is typically that if if UFOs exist, then they're likely advanced, although human-made vehicles. Obama refused to confirm the existence of aliens, but did say that people have seen a lot of strange stuff in the sky when asked directly on that shitty show with James Corden, who was a prick and not funny. For example, but no Congress seems to want to specifically distinguish between objects that are man-made and those that are not. Wouldn't Whoa. it be very difficult for a US president to admit there's UFOs though? Because aren't they all like really <coughs> fucking holy in that? Really Bill Clinton said holy. in a press conference, "I don't know if there's UFOs, but if there are, I want to know because I'd love that." Hillary promised to declassify all the UFO documents should she get in. Didn't get in. Trump, I believe, made a similar promise but never released anything. What a surprise. And just took Trump his doc- never lied, He just he? took his documents home with him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're in Trump's golf resort. Maybe. Save him for a rainy day. Hmm. A cross-domain transmedium threat is one that, by the Pentagon's definition, can move from water to air to space in ways we don't understand. All right, yeah. Yeah. But even so, I say cross-domain, I, I think that's <laughs> code for something. 
In July, the Pentagon announced it was opening the all-domain anonymously. Ah, you fucked it up. Anonymously. Ah, shit. I even told you earlier. I know. And not... Ah, go on, someone. So easy. No, come on, do it. I can't. Someone say it, I'll get it. Break it up. Anonymously. 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 Anomaly. Resolution office. The AARO. <laughs> That's a hate word, my friend. That's a hate word. So it's anomaly to you. <laughs> to investigate these threats, the bill would reclassify unidentified aerial phenomena, the government's term for UFOs, UAP, as unidentified aerospace undersea phenomena and rename the Pentagon's office in line with a new designation. Last year, a leaked video that was confirmed by the Pentagon as being authentic appeared to show a UFO seamlessly flying beneath the waves. It's disclosure. Mm. It's coming. Soft disclosure. Soft disclosure. If they can go below the waves, do you think they can go like you know deep in, you know deep into the ocean? I don't know, do you? They could be lurking down in the Marianas Trench. Well, if, they yeah, can, if, if they can, if they can deal with pressures in space, yeah, I just want to say that. They can yeah. probably deal with pressures Maybe. in the water as well. Because we don't know what materials they're making their craft from, do we? Don't remember that film, The Abyss. Yeah, fantastic film. Vague. You got to see Maid Marian's boobs in it. Which Maid Marian? One from Robert Opens a Thieves. Yeah. Oh, cracking. Yeah. Get, they have to rip her top open to. You get to like, see her in Scarface as well, don't you? Oh, yeah, of course. It's the same girl. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, yeah. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, yeah. I believe her name is. Wow. King of Film Trivia tonight for that. I forgot what her name was. Senator Marco Rubio, the Vice Chair of the Senate Select Committee overseeing intelligence, issued the report, has publicly said he wants the UFOs to be aliens and not foreign weapons. Mmm, I don't know. Kind of like six of one half dozen mm. the other, really, isn't it? A large question, of course, is why Congress is seemingly admitted this now in public. After all, lawmakers are privy to classified information that the general public isn't. It strains credulity to believe that lawmakers would include such extraordinary language in public legislation without compelling evidence. Marik von Rennenkampf, an Obama-era DOD official, said in a co-op ed in the hill co-op an op-ed sorry opinionated opinion piece in the hill about the budget according to the op-ed the comments were first noted by ufo researcher douglas johnson he goes on to say that this implies that members of the senate intelligence committee believe in brackets on a unanimous bipartisan basis that some ufos have non-human origins he continued, after all, why would Congress establish and task a powerful new office with investigating non-man-made UFOs if such objects did not exist? Exactly. Make no mistake, one branch of the American government implying that UFOs have non-human origins is an explosive development. Mm. That is the end of the quote. A bipartisan group of US legislators has long put pressure on the Pentagon to figure out what the strange lights are that Americans are seeing in the sky. In 2021, the DOD issued a report detailing more than 100 sightings and investigated, a lot less than Blue Book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said some of what it studied could not be explained with current scientific models 
and asked for more time and money to study the phenomenon. Congress has given it to them and now it's asking the Pentagon to focus only on those objects that haven't been designed by human Makes hands. Sense. Now if you ask me, that is basically saying there's fucking aliens out there and they're visiting us. Do you know what, in all fairness, it did say more than a hundred. Mm-hmm. It so did. That could be 6,433. It could be, it? yeah. Blue Book was, what, 1,500 in the space of a few years? Yeah. So that number is huge, but they don't want to say the big number because they don't want yeah. to scare people. Well, look, these things are being seen by fighter pilots and all that. You are taking off from aircraft carriers. Navies Literally, the, the floating bastions of American defence, the US aircraft carriers, the ultimate symbol of might, perpetrated across the globe for their own insidious actions... And these things are being flown over by these unidentified objects. That's a fucking problem. Because your biggest gun is now not as big as you think it is. Well, no. Disclosure. Not going its way. It's a possibility, isn't it? I think it's inevitable now. I think I, I would agree with that. What else could they be? It's, it's soft disclosure. It's got to be. And if they're turning around and saying they're not man-made, investigate yeah. the ones that aren't man-made. Well, it could be natural phenomena, but again, all of them to be that. It could be a race of sky tic tacs that live in the atmosphere. Could be fairies and jets. One of my fairies and jets. <laughs> That's what it is. One of my friends is. posted on Facebook the other day a couple of photographs of strange lights in the sky that he's been seeing for years. He's been seeing. He's been like looking up at the stars. Ask him about it. We'll do a feature on it. Send some photos. Okay, moving on. Yep. National lottery winner claims his girlfriend dumped him and took all the money. Ha! <laughs> Got him. Laura Hoyle won a life-changing national lottery set for life jackpot in March last year and things looked up for her and her partner, Kirk Stevens, who became a professional ghost hunter. And they both became <laughs> professional ghost hunters together. He's became... You're going to get a great Dane as well and come around a little VW camper. <laughs> <laughs> a lottery winner has issued a desperate warning after he said... His girlfriend up and left him and took all the money from their jackpot winnings. What what kind of warning? Is he saying, like, oh, don't split your winnings with your girlfriend or partner or wife or whatever? That's going to have to happen, isn't it? Depends if they were married. Well, they were. Well, they've got different last names, haven't they? Kirk okay. Stevens, then living girlfriend Laura Hoyle, got lucky in March last year when she landed a national lottery set for life. Jackpot means she pocketed 10000 a month for the next 30 years. Ooh. The engineer met Laura back in 2018 and she soon moved into his £240,000 three-bedroom house in Hucknall, Nottingham. Can I just ask, why is it so important that he has a £240,000 house and she's just one thing? Mm. It's like, oh, oh yeah, she soon moved into his house. So she, well, she had nothing until she won that. No, she moved into his house before, I'm assuming. Yeah, I know, but like, did she have, like, was she like bumming around or something before she... I don't know. He says Laura never paid Kirk a penny of rent. There you go. Yeah. And instead, the couple decided she would put £25 into the lotto every week. Kirk added they agreed that if they won, they would live it up together. When this came true, the couple hit the headlines as they became professional ghost hunters. <laughs> but just a year and a half later, Kirk has been left stunned after he claims Laura, 40, has dumped him. The 39 year old said she has moved into a swanky new pad and cut him off from the jackpot, which he says he's entitled to a share of. Kirk believes they were joint winners despite the fact the ticket was bought in Laura's name and on her account only. Speaking to the son, he said, Laura told me we'd live the life of Riley if we won. Now she's gone. She's pulled the plug and took everything. She even wants our two dogs. The bitch. 
That's going too far. You can't take the dogs if you're having the money. I was going to say, she's arguing over the dogs, but not over the money. They've been living together for some time, you know, living at yeah. home as well. And technically, the common law, which yeah. I don't think takes too long nowadays, he's entitled to half of it by the, by the law, but... Yeah, it's turned from gold into shit for him, hasn't it? Oh, I guess I don't have a forest today. Yeah, thanks. Reminding me. <laughs> the couple broke up in June this year after attending a friend's wedding in Bristol. Laura decided to end things between them. Kirk said he wanted to try and fix it, but Laura didn't. He pointed out how the money and financial independence it bought Laura gave her the confidence to throw it all away. He went as far as branding her snobbish and superior. Uh. Kirk also claimed a half a million pound home they put a deposit on became her place instead of theirs and she moved in alone without Kirk. Uh. Yeah, even complained Laura took some of our stuff and claimed she was after the dogs as well. Well... You know what? I suppose I guess he's entitled it's to It's his own fucking fault for but not putting a ring on it well, getting married quickly. He should just go, you know, how about you pay me some rent and we'll just spit the lottery ticket. What an odd arrangement to have. Don't pay me rent, just put 25 quid on the lottery every week. What a weird arrangement. It is strange, that. Huh? Well, either way, they ain't hunting no ghosts together no more. That's true. In the mystery machine with their great day, good Scooby. <laughs> And finally, <laughs> finally, people are turning semen into jewellery. Pearl necklaces. <laughs> I yeah. said about that the other day. Yeah. What, you got one? <laughs> Do you have pearl necklace, Pete? No. <laughs> I'm great at creating them, though. So, if you're interested in turning your semen into jewellery, then look no further, as it has become a rather unsettling reality. Sculptor and jeweller Amanda Booth spoke with Vice about clients commissioning a jizzy jewellery. <laughs> she explained that the clients would send samples of the cum to her workshop, which they then dehydrated, powdered and turned into wearable clay beads or trinkets. Where's he my goblet made out of cum? <laughs> Drink from my goblet of cum! <laughs> and we shall commence the festivities! <laughs> So, we process them at the end of the day, otherwise we're sitting in the smell all day, and it's just, well, we did it in the morning one day, and it was like, no, I'm never doing that again, Booth told the outlet. It smells of cum in here. (laughs) Burn, singed cum. Mitchell and Webb, all the trees, they smell of cum. (laughs) (laughs) Queen Victoria. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know what more you need to know about this. Well, she began her jewellery business in 2021 and makes wearable sculptures and trinkets out of people's bodily fluids and ashes. This is fucking gross. Examples include cremated remains of loved ones and pets, breast milk, fur and locks of hair. Jizzy jewellery. Well, maybe it's the future. Yeah, I just think it's just... Yeah... Sounds like the future to me. Apparently, at least a teaspoon of cum makes for the perfect clay. Wow. Well, I'm going to start saving my jizz and selling it to artists. Yeah. Why the fuck not? See if they want to buy it. Do you want to buy some dry jizz? Perfect for making clay. Just sell them your sock. <laughs> I'll, I'll just fill Johnny. Give it to a Bolivian teacher. <laughs> Maybe that's why she wanted the jizz. Ah, she was onto it. Uh, she knew there was money in that. It's all fucking coming together. It's all a conspiracy. 
Jizz jewellery. Jizz jewellery is illegal to mail your semen, including internationally. Yeah. From Canada and the US. Never? What? It says in this article that cum has reportedly captivated many people's imaginations for sev- only several years. <laughs> well. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Semen apparently has antidepressant properties. What? Only for the one that's receiving it. Oh, I'd know that whilst I started with Come in your own face, you'd be right, Pete, probably. I was just thinking if Freddie had do that with us, I'd a wife. I'd be like, come on, it'll cheer you up. You won't get COVID now. Trust me, it will cheer you up. Maybe that's how we stop everyone getting COVID. Low jobs. Yeah. And we're just getting hepatitis instead. Yeah. Bukaki. That's <laughs> what it'll be. That's the next vaccination cure. We could set up court. Set up bukaki do- benches we could, everywhere. We could set up a court doing that. Bukaki benches. <laughs> What's that like? You, if you see a woman sat on the bench, every bloke just like walks no, no. over and just starts jacking her It has to be consensual, obviously. <laughs> yeah, If you're on the bukaki bench... That's what I mean, like. Yeah, so yeah, you, you if you're bukaki. a girl and you sit on that bukaki bench, it means you're up for bukaki, <laughs> and every bloke around who fancies jacking off yeah. in your face just like runs up to you and... Yeah. Men can, men can sit on it too. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. Everyone's equal treatment in this. Not just you men. S- you sit on that bukkake bench, you're getting bukkakeed. <laughs> Not just men or women. Of course, yeah. Cassette well, players as well. Yeah, whatever gender you want to yeah, be. Yeah. Bananas and whatever, whatever identity you want, you sit on that bench, you are getting jizzed over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should put it to the next council meeting, Ben. You know what, Mike, here we go. Put khaki bench in the middle of Dolly High Street. <laughs> Mike, here we go. We'll see how that runs. I, I don't think we'll... I've found a new use for the old co-op. Could be a bukkake What, a massive out. glory hole? A bukkake out there. <laughs> Might find it a bit sticky pushing that one through there. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh, boom. Oh, oh, is that pushing a trolley through there? Boom, boom. Puns. That was terrible. Okay, who's, got the, who's got the crown? I think oh, it's Claire. I've still got the crown. Oh, pass it to Mike. Uh, just toss him the crown, Claire. <laughs> I'll hand it to him. That's a crown him. Uh, I think you might need to get it off him, though, because you just said, don't toss it to him. Uh, mm. Yeah. Well, let's end the show there. <laughs> Over there. The Thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Cutting the Board and the Post Truth Apocalypse. On SoundCloud and most podcasting platforms at Curtain the Ball and the PTA and YouTube at Apocalypse Ball. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. And disclosure, it's coming. Maybe they're aliens or they're multidimensional. Either way, they're coming to probe us. They've probed us already. <laughs> they're coming to probe us more. Wishful thinking, Ben. They might essentially <laughs> probe us now. I don't know, ma'am. It's coming. Then I'll be the first in line with his pants around his ankles. Uh, maybe they might want to invest in the bukkake bench. <laughs> maybe they'll come after we install the bukkake benches. <laughs> Either way, thank you for listening. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. And I've been Claire, don't spank the kids at school. And I've been Pete. Especially not on a bukkake bench. <laughs> and I've been Pete, yeah. Start selling your gist to artists. It's a moneymaker. Yep, we don't put it in the mail because it's illegal. Yeah, the Royal Mail will not transport your jizz, no matter how securely refrigerated or packaged. If you just like smear it on an 
in the middle of an envelope and just like just send it an envelope. <laughs> 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 uh, I mailed my jeans. It's you. This envelope was rather soggy. <laughs> Put it hard and stiff or something. Put it in a bit of paper first, but that's half the job done for them then, because it needs to be dried out, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just a little put, plastic bag, seal it in a food bag, and mail that. Yeah, you can you imagine the people testing this? It's like milky white powder. It turns into like the end in a little fucking baggie. Like, <laughs> what's this? It's funny coke. <laughs> just, the mongoose smells. It tastes a bit like it. cabbage water. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> as you know. Once <laughs> you've been attentive for long enough, you smeared everything on your gums. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Yeah, bye. bye. Good night. <laughs>